The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. When we're first introduced to Lucius Malfoy, our initial impressions are that he's a wealthy and pompous supporter of Lord Voldemort. He's portrayed as an arrogant, haughty, and elitist man with a strong sense of superiority. He exhibits a disdain for those he perceives as beneath him, particularly Muggleborns and anyone who opposes his pure-blood ideology. He's also influential and manipulative, using his wealth and power to advance his personal agenda. However, over the course of the series, our impression of Lucius Malfoy changes significantly, and this perceived sense of power that he previously exuded seems to fall off a cliff. Fast forward just a few books and Lucius Malfoy no longer displays any kind of power or influence. Lucius, who was once confident and haughty, is now portrayed as fearful and desperate, a broken man who has completely lost control of his life. Today, I want to explore what exactly happened to Lucius Malfoy and analyze all of the events in order that contributed to the destruction of a man of his stature. Let's dive in. First, Wizarding War If we want to stay true to the order of chronological events, Lucius Malfoy's first mistake came shortly after the end of the First Wizarding War, and while Lucius's actions during this time period did not immediately affect him, some of his foolish decisions would later haunt him. When the First Wizarding War ended and all of the remaining Death Eaters were rounded up for persecution, Lucius narrowly evaded imprisonment by claiming that he'd been operating under the Imperious Curse. And in an effort to further convince the Ministry, Lucius renounced any affiliation with Voldemort. This decision kept him out of prison and allowed him to remain a member of Wizard High Society, but it certainly didn't go down well with Voldemort, as shown in the following exchange between the two wizards. Lucius, my slippery friend, he whispered, halting before him, I am told that you have not renounced the old ways, though to the world you present a respectable face. You are still ready to take the lead in a spot of muggle torture, I believe, yet you never tried to find me, Lucius. Your exploits at the Quidditch World Cup were fun, I dare say, but might not your energies have been better directed toward finding and aiding your master? My lord, I was constantly on the alert, came Lucius Malfoy's voice swiftly from beneath the hood. Had there been any sign from you, any whisper of your whereabouts, I would have been at your side immediately. Nothing could have prevented me, and yet you ran from my mark. When a faithful Death Eater sent it into the sky last summer, said Voldemort lazily, and Mr. Malfoy stopped talking abruptly. Yes, I know all about that, Lucius. You've disappointed me. I expect more faithful service in the future. Voldemort reserved his praise for those who remained faithful to the cause, like the Lestrangers who were imprisoned in Azkaban. And while people like Lucius and Snape may have been more useful post-rebirth, they didn't suffer for him like some of his more devout followers. In this way, Voldemort had a lack of respect for Lucius. The Diary Lucius's next big mistake was in the 1992-1993 school year, shortly after our introduction to his character. In this book, Lucius plants Tom Riddle's diary in Ginny Weasley's potions cauldron while she is shopping for school supplies at Flourish and Blots. He does so as part of a plot to use her to reopen the Chamber of Secrets, which would lead to attacks on Muggleborn students. 
Lucius intends to use the opening of the Chamber of Secrets by Ginny to discredit her father, Arthur Weasley, and Dumbledore. However, while Lucius knows that the diary is enchanted, he is not aware that it's a horcrux containing part of Voldemort's soul. Lucius's questionable actions were in response to Arthur Weasley conducting raids on known Death Eater properties. When he throws away the diary, he has two selfish motives. One, get rid of an item that ties him to Voldemort. Two, frame Arthur's daughter for attacks on Muggleborns. However, the diary was something that Voldemort had carefully entrusted with Lucius. Because Lucius had haphazardly gotten rid of it, Voldemort later became furious for his followers' insolence. Perhaps, at the point of death, he might be aware of his loss, but he was not aware, for instance, that the diary had been destroyed until he forced the truth out of Lucius Malfoy. When Voldemort discovered that the diary had been mutilated and robbed of all its powers, I am told that his anger was terrible to behold. Not only did Lucius disappoint Voldemort by disposing of his diary, but he did so for his own selfish motives, thus betraying both his former master and his Death Eater comrades. Failure in Order of the Phoenix Number 1 In the Order of the Phoenix, Harry goes on trial for casting a Patronus charm and violating the decree for the reasonable restriction of underage sorcery. Despite his defense that he cast the charm to save his own life and that of his cousin Dudley, he faced a challenging hearing. In the end, Harry was acquitted of the charges after the intervention of Dumbledore and Miss Fig. If Harry were to have lost this trial, things would have looked very bad for him, which is precisely why Lucius tried to exact his influence over Cornelius Fudge immediately prior to Harry's trial. It's strongly implied that Lucius tries to pay off Fudge to convict Harry. They're seen together before the trial in the film, and there's the clinking of a full pocket of gold in the book. The whole point of Lucius renouncing Voldemort and remaining in high society is his ability to influence important people at the Ministry. However, he completely fails in this endeavor, and Harry walks free. Failure in Order of the Phoenix Number 2 As it turns out, letting down Voldemort in Harry's trial was just the first and smallest of many of Lucius's mistakes in the Order of the Phoenix. You see, Lucius was tasked with leading the mission for the prophecy in the Department of Mysteries. His objective was simple, lure Harry there under false pretenses, let Harry grab the prophecy from the shelves, then slip a bag over Harry's head and bring Harry with the prophecy to Voldemort. But this mission couldn't have been any more of a disaster. To summarize, the prophecy was destroyed before anybody else could hear it, Lucius and his team of Death Eaters got beaten up by a pack of teenagers that included Muggleborns and Blood Traitors, many of Voldemort's loyal Death Eaters were captured and imprisoned in the aftermath of the battle, Lucius included, but perhaps the biggest failure of this mission was that Voldemort had finally been exposed. Voldemort had wanted his return to remain secret, so as to have less opposition. But due to Lucius's shortcomings, Voldemort came face to face with the Minister for Magic himself. Because of the complete catastrophe that was the mission for the prophecy, Lucius was relentlessly blamed by Voldemort for the mission's failure. Lucius was imprisoned in Azkaban and, even after he is free, was treated as a disgrace and a failure by Voldemort and the other Death Eaters. For Voldemort, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Azkaban As I mentioned earlier, Lucius was imprisoned in Azkaban following the events of the Department of Mysteries. Azkaban Prison is known to be a highly inhospitable place, infamous for its harsh conditions and the psychological toll it takes on its inmates. Being confined in such a place, especially for an extended period, can have severe ramifications on a person's mental and emotional state. 
Considering Lucius Malfoy's previous status as a powerful and wealthy wizard, it's likely that his time in Azkaban shattered his sense of entitlement and superiority. The experience of imprisonment, isolation, and loss of power likely led to feelings of despair, humiliation, and a loss of self-esteem. Furthermore, the exposure to the Dementors of Azkaban, who feed on positive emotions, would have greatly affected Lucius Malfoy's mental well-being. The constant presence of these dark creatures would have exacerbated his negative emotions and potentially led to a significant decline in his mental stability. Pair all of that with the fact that Lucius had his failed mission to ponder, and it's safe to say that Lucius left Azkaban a broken man. Draco How do you drag down the man that's hit rock bottom? Why, start to target his loved ones, of course, and that's exactly what Voldemort did. Following Lucius' escape from Azkaban, Voldemort made it his mission to punish Lucius through his son, Draco. Voldemort gave Draco Malfoy the impossible task of killing Albus Dumbledore, a task that was no doubt constructed with the expectation that Draco would fail. The mission was a strategic move by Voldemort to punish Lucius Malfoy for his failure to retrieve the prophecy from the Department of Mysteries and to test Draco's loyalty and determination. The mission placed an immense psychological burden on Draco. He was forced to confront not only the enormity of the task, but also the potential consequences it would have for himself, his family, and his future. And Voldemort giving Draco an impossible mission would undoubtedly have caused a significant psychological impact on Lucius as well. It's clear that Voldemort intended to exert control over Lucius and make an example of him through his son. For Lucius Malfoy, who prided himself on his wealth, power, and influence, the failure of his son in such a mission would have been a devastating blow to his ego. It would have shattered the illusion of his own superiority and the belief that he could manipulate any situation to his advantage. Failure would have only increased his feelings of shame and humiliation. Furthermore, the impossible nature of the task caused intensifying stress and anxiety for Lucius. The fear of losing his son's life as well as the fear of retribution from Voldemort for the failure, put him in a state of extreme distress. And it's this constant pressure and fear that took a massive toll on his mental and emotional well-being. This mission also caused Lucius to realize that he is not as important or irreplaceable to Voldemort as he once believed, and that Voldemort is willing to sacrifice his family for his own gain. In essence, Voldemort's mission for Draco was the perfect punishment. It shattered Lucius' illusions of power and control, increased his feelings of shame and helplessness, and ultimately led to a significant breakdown of his character. Lucius Malfoy was a broken, misguided man, and he would remain that way for the rest of his days. And that's it for this video. Did I miss anything that contributed to Lucius' destruction as a man? Let me know down in the comment section below. Also, if you enjoyed the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember… It does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.